welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Positively You podcast. Today is a special part two of an incredible episode with my friend Crystal Zinn. So if you have not listened to part one yet, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that one uh, because Crystal dropped some amazing wisdom and insights. We really went into the power of breath, the power of movement, how that can help us reconnect to our body, especially when we've been living on autopilot. So we just kept going with this incredible conversation and I felt like there was kind of like a good shift. So to break it up for you guys and make it easy to to digest, um, it's two parts. So in this one, we are diving into a lot more. um, And honestly, I won't lie, this is my favorite part. I love part one, but part two is where it gets really, really juicy. So I'm really excited for you to listen to this. And also why I wanted to break it up so that you didn't get you know, going too long and, and not able to finish because there's a lot here. We talk about emotions. Crystal shares this idea of your basic rights, which has an incredible practice that she shares as well. So I'm going to stop talking right now and just let us get right into it. So we kind of just jump right in. I didn't want you to be confused. So that's where this little introduction comes in, but here we go to part two. It's really, really good. I want to shift gears just a little bit because there's something else that you mentioned that I wanted to make sure that we cover on. And that is, well, I guess it's not really shifting gears completely because this all is interconnected as well. But sometimes when we are living our lives and we're so busy and we're not connected, right? Which is why we want to get into our bodies and get into our breath. We're just running on autopilot right? We're just going through life and we're not being intentional. We're not being aware and we're not really feeling. And part of really connecting to ourselves and feeling whole is that ability to feel. And you talked about um, different emotions and how we can feel those and what it feels like. And something you mentioned was our basic rights. And I have no idea what you're talking about. So I want you to kind of dive into that if you could. This was, this changed my life, Jesse. This was so helpful for me. Um, when I had a mentor of mine teach me this. So I think what I want to say is emotions like you teach on your podcast. And like a lot of us have started to learn this rhetoric, they're not bad and they're not good, right? (laughs) They're just messengers. And the more we can allow for the flow of that and dispel shame and get under and uproot some of those stories surrounding why am I now feeling upset that I'm angry? Why am I having feelings about feelings about feelings instead of letting them flow? The more we can understand that feelings are just messengers, their feedback, it's it's part of what we want. If we touch a hot stove, we don't get mad at our finger that it hurt, mm, right? Yeah. We say, oh my gosh, thank you. Like if I didn't have that sense, how would I be navigating in the world? 
So it's a powerful tool and sense which we've been taught to repress and shame. Um, And so it's kept us living uh, at not an optimized potential. We've we've really been kind of living at maybe 20% of our capacity when we can't use our emotions as messengers and to transmute and use that as energy. So, and I'm I'm not saying like that's an easy thing to do. We could spend our whole lifetime learning about that. <laughs> I'm just putting an idea out there. Don't let it make you feel bad. Don't start having emotions about that. <laughs> but, but allowing emotions is a big practice that changed my life. And so I really love to share those things with people. So the first part, that it's two parts. The first part is recognizing and building a relationship with your emotions. And then the second part is what it will lead to as your basic rights, because your only indication that something would be off is the emotion. Like you said, we're on autopilot. We're going through the day. We're going through the day. All of a sudden something spills and I scream. So Mm -hmm. that's the message, right? I thought I was fine until that happened because I wasn't having a relationship with myself all day. Because if I was, I would have noticed this is building. Where can I release what's going on here? Where do I need to take time for myself? But we're not paying attention. And so the emotions are the messengers. A lot of times anger is a messenger for your boundaries or not witnessing yourself. It's your Mm self-care, right? A lot of times it's if you get underneath that, it's protecting you from grief and sadness and loss. Um, A lot of times when you're feeling overwhelmed and tired, or if you're a people pleaser uh, like I am, a lot of times it's not validating and valuing and witnessing yourself. Yeah. Then a lot of those other emotions start coming in as messengers, depending on how long and how intensely you've let this go on. Um, And it's all natural and it all helps us and it's all to help us survive. So they're good and they work with us, but they're beautiful, beautiful things to have a relationship with. And it's even more beautiful when you allow them because inherently by allowing your emotions and witnessing them um, and not shaming them, you allow other people to do that. So when things are sad and I cry, it allows my children to cry and feel their emotions. There's a saying, I don't know where I heard it, that mother's tears heal babies. Ooh, you know, I really, really like that. And I, I completely agree with you because when they see us able to feel our feelings, that gives them permission. And so often as moms, right, we want to go in our room. We want to shut the door. We want to sit in our car in the garage and not go into the house. I'm guilty of that all the time. <laughs> yeah. But wow, that's a beautiful, beautiful saying. I really, really like that. Yeah. And there's some discretion and discernment there and how Obviously. and what you do. But I definitely had a personal moment a couple months ago when a friend of mine passed away um, and I was choosing what I was letting my children see or not see. But one morning I was in my meditation room and for whatever reason, the whole family had come in, <laughs> needed something. <laughs> and and my little guy asked me how I was feeling. And I just said, like, I had this intuitive moment that was like, he knew what had happened. I had her picture there with me. And uh, he had asked me, was it, is it so-and-so that we visited? She died, you know? And I said, I'm still thinking about this friend and it makes mommy feel really sad. And even though I understand that according to my belief system, she's not gone. I can feel her and I believe we live forever. I still feel the loss of not being able to call her um, and not being able to hang out. And and I started crying (laughs) and he just kind of sat there and looked at me 
you know, and I think he could tell and, and he wasn't uh, upset. And he, he just seemed to kind of be taking it in, you know, and I did take the opportunity to say, you know, and it's okay to feel like this. And if you ever feel like like this, I hope you know it's okay to release it because when we hold those things in or if we lie about it, that just causes problems. And, and in my world, uh, we like to separate the word disease and say dis-ease. Any mm-hmm. dis-ease in your body is blocked up emotions. Uh, and the intensity of the disease in your body is just basically compounded over time. And so you just want to keep releasing that pressure. And there's no shame in it. I when when I got the news of that specific experience, actually, I was actually sitting in an airport mm. <laughs> traveling to go facilitate a yoga retreat when I got that call. And there was probably nothing I could have done about it, even if I wanted to. And I cried and I cried in front of 10 strangers. Yeah. And then I asked them to watch my bags and went to the bathroom to be more private. But I also feel like to speak to your point that that needs to be more normalized. <laughs> it needs yeah. to be, it needs to be okay. And it needs to be spoken to empathetically. And then it just needs to be moved on. So yeah. that was what even got me to a place where I was capable of listing my basic rights. And you want to know about these. Yes, I do. Before you get there though, I just want to <laughs> say crying in the airport and making that more normal. I honestly believe that that was probably a gift for somebody that witnessed you. Like you said, mama's tears heal babies. I I completely agree because how often do we think, oh my gosh, I can't fall apart here. I can't cry here. And yes, obviously we cannot be like throwing ourselves on the floor in public places and having tantrums. Like, like you said, there's discretion there. But I think like if I were there and I saw someone crying and ha- being vote, like you, you sometimes don't get to choose when our emotions come up. Right. And sometimes they do come up in inconvenient places and we do have to have that discretion. But I think being able to witness somebody fully feeling their feelings. And then, like you said, you excused yourself and went to the bathroom and did something. But I, I, I honestly do believe that that probably was a gift for somebody that witnessed you. So we have those ripples that go out. Um, like I said, at the very beginning, right. When we're all working on ourselves individually, like what that can raise collectively to the people. So I don't know if that was just kind of a little light bulb moment that went on. So there you go. That That was beautiful. And it resonates. It feels so true. And how good does it feel when, when it it offers service opportunity to others too? How good does it feel when you get to show up in service for something like that? Yeah. You know, it makes your day as well. I love Absolutely. And obviously in that moment, you're not thinking like, oh, how can, how can I impact those around me? Right. (laughs) Like you're just in your own thing. But I think that that's the beauty of it is that when we do focus on healing ourselves and feeling our emotions and feeling our feelings, like the, the work that we put into ourselves automatically ripples out into the others. So, so often we look at this world and now I'm going off on a whole tangent, but of like, what can I do to change? Like, how can I make a difference? How can I do this? And the difference is, living authentically and true to yourself has an incredible ripple out into that world. Yeah. Thich Nhat Hanh says that the only gift you have to give, honestly, and the best gift you can give to the world is your own healing. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're touching on some of the layers and depths. It's, it's a very simple phrase. How could that be true? We're starting to see it yeah. really is. It really is. It's the most important thing. And it creates the world. It creates that vision you hold that I hold. Um, and that's the way to achieve it. Absolutely. Okay. okay we'll so, dive into your basic. I want to give you this amazing tool as well, because <laughs> so 
we're following our little journey chronologically a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. We breath. We're starting to listen to our emotions as messengers. And then we probably are starting to notice that there's a lot of messengers and they're coming at inconvenient times and they're coming all the time. So what is this coming from? And this is where it helped me is how is my day set up? What is going on? What rhetoric or belief system is going on? What behavioral patterns am I participating in that continues to catalyze this buildup, right? Yeah. (laughs) This blockage and and this really unhealthy way of living consistently. Why at three o'clock every day am I so gassed, like exhausted? Why at five o'clock am I so angry? Why is like... (laughs) You start, you start noticing these patterns. I mean, that's so relatable, isn't it? Am I so relatable? (laughs) I was going to say, because I have to feed everyone at five o'clock. Is that why? (laughs) Yes. And also because that pressure has been building. And so my aunt prompted me one day to write down what are my basic rights that I don't believe I have? Because I think a lot of us and probably a lot of your listeners and a lot of us women tend to err on the side of being empathic or maybe even actually being an empath and having rhetorics that our needs are put last, especially Mm -hmm. as a mommy or a woman or even an empath or an obliger or any of these ways that you can sort of name people, right? Um, Or categorize people. It's very, very, very common that you don't know your basic rights. I'll give you one example and I'll give you a lot of common ones. One example was I kept feeling anxiety every time after I did after school pickup and lunches and on to the next thing. Then I couldn't breathe. And then that would catalyze anger reactions by five o'clock. So I started like logistically stepping through my day. And one thing I didn't realize was I have the right to go to the bathroom when I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And maybe some of you are having an aha moment because- Doesn't that sound a little crazy? It does, but also incredibly relatable. Yeah. And also I was running errands and then waiting in three carpool lines. And then in my mind, my kids being hungry or where they put their backpacks or their need for their shoes to be like this or the, or the need for me to like, in my OCD parenting me, like, how was your day? Where are you? How do you feel? Where do you, you know, all of the things, all of that was more important than like, my body's own need to feel comfortable. And sometimes it gets really right. And so I was finding that throughout the day, I was pushing my bodily needs for one hunger and I'm hypoglycemic Mm -hmm. for going to the bathroom (laughs) and for feeling good. Or even let's be honest, being clean, like taking a shower or having to go hot yoga. And so I, I literally wrote and journaling it helps. I have the right to take a shower I have the right to go to the bathroom when I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. And I got pretty extreme on these, such as even if I'm late for so-and-so's gymnastics or so-and-so is hungry, I actually have the right to pull over, (laughs) go into the gas station, go to the bathroom, and then continue on with my hours of work. And not that I had to do that, but I had to understand that I had the right to do it. Mm. Then I gave myself my choice back. So that's where it began, which seems kind of silly, but I'm glad that you said relatable because it's very just applicable. Oh, yeah. And then every week, every day for the week, I wrote down more rights every day. And they got pretty profound, Jesse. And I'll tell you, if you guys do this practice, it's it's really powerful. Be by yourself, witness yourself, 
be in meditation and breath if you can, work with a professional or a coach or feedback if you can as well, because where is it going to go from there, right? Like it's it's nice yeah. to have a witness. But it got to the point by the end of the week that I had written down these things and maybe just listen and see if any of this resonates with you guys. Um, I have the right to be happy. I have the right to rest. I have the right to be heard. And I have the right to have an opinion. This is a big one. Listen to this one. I have the right to have a preference. Yeah. I relate to that one. Mm -hmm. Yes. I have the right um, to use my energy in the way that feels right to me. I have the right to say no. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I, (laughs) I have the right to feel pleasure. I have the right, you know, to feed myself. I have the right to like things. I have the right to pursue my desires. I have the right to connect to my children. I have the right to plan things and orchestrate things for experiences that I want. You know, because what's the first thing that happens when you replenish? I'm going to be specific about women right here. When you replenish a woman and you fulfill a woman and you give a woman everything you need and you let the woman heal. What every time and this is psychology, I've got some studies on this. What the woman does is the woman immediately gives back to her relationships, her children, her house, her community and her work. Absolutely. Every time. Yeah. I mean, we know this in our life. We know this from our personal experience, but it is incredible to know that there is like actual study behind this. Yeah. And what do you think about those rights? Oh my gosh. Like light bulb moment. I am so excited to sit down later today and, and do that in, in meditation or whatever and write those down because so many of them, and especially if you're mom of littles, like that bathroom one has to just like ring so true. Like I would even say like, I have the right to go to the bathroom with the door shut, right? <laughs> like you do. No one has to watch you if you really don't want to. I have the right to like, I'm thinking of, you know, the mom bun and my kids are getting a little bit older. And so those like physical, physical needs of my kids being there for every present moment, But absolutely, like I have the right. Oh my gosh. I'm so incredibly excited that you brought this up because I had never even thought about it that way. We think, I think we think about it kind of, but not in that language. And that's going to be an incredible, incredible journey um, and way to journal for each one of us that's listening today to be able to really think about that. So Crystal, you've given us so many things to like walk away from this episode. This is like such a giving episode. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm just excited to be here. And like, like I said, I get excited when I find those discrepancies in myself that I can evolve. (laughs) And I get even more excited when I find tools that work because I'm like, yeah, and you and you and you let's all do this together. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So as someone's, I want to ask you, because you did say, you know, where do you go from this? So as someone is sitting there and they're maybe going through their rights and feeling like, oh my gosh, I have a whole, you know, 10 pages of rights that I've not, I've neglected or haven't given myself. So besides just writing them down, then, then where do we go from there? Right. Cause now you've realized, okay, I have the right to do this. How hard was that to start implementing those rights then? Yeah. You know what? It was, I would say, and I have a lot of faith in you and your listeners. It's pretty easy once you're aware to attempt it, to, to attempt say, Hey, look, go sit at the counter. 
you can't do this. You can't do this, but you can do this. And I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to meet you in there in five minutes. And we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Like it's pretty, like, I wouldn't be surprised if once you're aware, you find a couple places where you can relieve some pressure. And that's my hope. And that's the hope because that's what you need. You just need a little pressure release, like, ah, but then the second part of your question is, is just a little more involved. And, and that's the journey we're on. And I think all your listeners are already amazing and on that journey and probably have lots of ideas and tools already because that's why they're listening to you. Um, I found a lot in personal coaches and yoga studying, and I've got a lot of free content on YouTube. I teach a lot on the chakras. And so when you find something recurring that feels really important to you, like it's really fear-based or pleasure-based or power-based, or it's about my voice, or I feel repressed. Um, I would just encourage you to look into that specifically, pick one thing and go a little deeper. And that's where all the tools Jessie gives you on her amazing podcast. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, I'll always post about things or ask people's questions or answer people's questions. And that's where we can start getting a little nuanced and specific for you because your thing won't be the exact same as mine. We all, we have, we need context, you know, we have a little bit different experiences. And even though we can share a commonality and like breath work and, you know, a lot of the tools do work. Um, A lot of the beauty of returning to yourself, the basic rights practice and the two breath practices I shared with you do what I said at the beginning, they turn you back inward. And ultimately at the end of the day, I would say the most important thing for people to learn is to listen to themselves. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of things. There's lots of things I teach on and you teach on on how to do that. But once you get proficient at that, the answers stop coming from outside of you. And I know Jesse's experienced this. Maybe you can speak to this, but the less likely an advertisement or another person has the answer. A right. teacher, a true guru can always tell you how, but they can't tell you the what. The yoga saying goes, the guru can tell you where to look, but they can't tell you what you're going to find. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that's the, that's the point. That's the point. Do the meditations, learn about your chakras, do these self-development practices. And ultimately all you're doing is you're refining this tool, your body and your intuition. And most days now, nine times out of 10, if I have a big decision to make Jesse or like things, I feel it. Um, and I also can return to a place where I know, and I don't have to go, Jesse, what do you think? <laughs> Jesse, yeah. where should I go? Jesse, what do I want to do in my business? Jesse, how should I parent? You know, or it just kind of becomes more like a, and that would be my advice. If you're looking to work with someone, work with the people who are honing those skills for you and pointing you back to yourself. Cause like I said, you know, yes, we all know, and, and we're all whole. And as soon as we remember that, what comes out of every one of my clients when we've got enough of that momentum filling them back up are things that are so amazing. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Like the ideas and the creation that comes out of an individual person. I love what Paul Selig says. He says, mine, the gold out of the people that we are the living light of the universe. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And as you're listening to this, Crystal's saying, you know, you know the thing. So we've talked about a number of things. There might be one that as you listened, you really like lit up. And that was like, oh, that's the thing, right? You know the things that are going to 
call to you and that are going to work best for you. So yeah, as you're implementing all of these different things, listen to yourself. And like, I keep going back to that word practice. It's a practice, right? We didn't, Crystal and I both didn't just wake up one day being like, we completely trust ourselves. Like, woohoo. <laughs> so, and, and there's days that are obviously better than others and everything. So I have absolutely loved this conversation so much. I hope you have too. Um, before I let you go, Crystal, I just want to ask you, number one, where can we find you? Everything that you plug right now will be linked in the show notes. So you guys can click down there really quickly and, and get to wherever you need to go. And anything else that you're working on or what's exciting you right now? Oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you so much for giving me some space. My heart is just bursting. The best place to follow me is just on Instagram at Crystal Zen Yoga um, because no one runs that for me. So I can talk to you and I put out information that's being downloaders in the collective. Um, and I'm running monthly workshops up in Salt Lake right now for the Salt Lake community. And that will be on there. So ask me about that. All the events are on Eventbrite under Crystal Zen Yoga. Um, and my retreats are the biggest thing that I'm excited about right now. I have just found that the transformational power of gathering women outside of our normal environment where we can, you know, be here for one or three or seven days is just incredible experiences that I'm feeling drawn to right now. So you can also find that on crystalzinyoga.com. And then Jesse plug, plugged my podcast for me, which is so amazing. And that's sort of my little tagline is just like mining the gold out of people on that podcast mm -hmm. and putting this amazing educational and anatomical spin on it, you know? Yes. Oh, that I feels love amazing. it. Does that feel good? That feels so good. And yes, I will link everything. I've been eyeing all of Crystal's retreats too, because I completely agree with that environment. So take a look at those. If one calls to you, definitely try to get there because obviously this podcast is magic. Think of what like a weekend would be. Wow. <laughs> You're so amazing. I just love you. You're a calming energy and the way you see things and talk about people is just amazing. It felt so balanced. It feels so balanced to me because I've got a lot of energy up here sometimes. <laughs> it's go, go, go. I'll bring you back down. <laughs> yeah. And you really embody the grounding and just the like beauty of the divine feminine. My gosh, even your hair today. So, oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. I hope we get to collaborate on more things in the future. <laughs> you don't even have to hope. It's a no brainer. We will definitely be doing more together. So Crystal, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Satnam. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.